Welcome back, you energetic automator you. So what today's episode is going to be about is how to actually pick a an automation tool or a no-code tool for yourself or your business. Um, and just a couple of questions to keep in mind when you're doing that and what I've come across. So I'm just going to jump straight into this pretty much. So the first question I, I always want to ask myself is, what do I want to automate? Like before you even start looking at tools or what's available is like, what do I actually want to achieve? Because, you know, one hand it is beneficial. There can be benefit in like sitting down and just seeing what people have automated and like, oh, that seems cool. Maybe I can introduce that, et cetera, et cetera. But in my opinion, like you want to start somewhere that's going to be a win for you off the bat. So it's like something you already are spending time on that's important, which it's kind of putting away from the things you enjoy. Can we automate that and take that off our plate? Like you want to get that win at the start because that's how you're going to start realizing the benefits and the power of actually automating stuff and creating processes and creating procedures, etc. So that's the first thing is just what do I actually want to automate? What am I trying to achieve? And sitting down, mapping that, mapping that out. And that can be just, um, okay, when I start working with a new client, I send them a contract in Google Docs. Uh, well, I copy a template in Google Docs to create a contract. I fill out their name. I save it as a PDF. I send it to them via Gmail. They, they send me back a signed document. Then I save the document in Google Drive in a folder that I must create with their name. And then uh, I send them these additional three templates to start working before their first session. So that can be like a simple process, but it's just sitting down, writing down what is a process or two that you're doing right now? What are the tools you're using? So we mentioned Google Docs, Google Drive, Gmail, um, saving a PDF. That's not a tool, but it's just something to keep in mind. And just note those things down because what we're trying to achieve is going to actually determine which platform we we want to use. So now that we know which softwares we have, where I normally start, because obviously my biggest platforms are uh, Zapier and Tegramat, like I'm a Zapier uh, specialist and consultant and I run an automation agency and we mostly use Zapier and Integromat. And if we need to get really custom, we do some coding stuff. But those are the two main tools and those are the two most accessible ones, in my opinion, to people wanting to automate and get started. So from there, we have our list of items that we want to get started with. Now the the question is, are these softwares that I use actually supported by these platforms? Because realistically, if you don't have coding experience and if these platforms, Zapier and Tegramat, don't support support the, the apps that you're wanting to use, then you're kind of out of luck. You're going to have to then look at other options like bringing in someone who can code and maybe there's another way you can interact with the software and automate away. So we want to first see, okay, we've got these apps. What um, are these actually supported by the apps I'm looking at, Zap and Integromat? And the way I do that, this is the same way I do it, is I'll often just um, go to Google and I'll type in Zapier, and space, and then whatever the name of the software is. So like Zapier space QuickBooks, Zapier space Google Docs, Zapier space um, 
uh, closed CRM or HubSpot or whatever. And normally the top result, like the first one or two results, will tell you straight away. It will be a link to um, a document, a page on Zapier that actually lists what you can do with an inter integration with Zapier and Integromat. You can do the same thing for Integromat. So Integromat space HubSpot, Integromat space QuickBooks or whatever. And it will tell you what type of actions you can actually do. So you can create invoice or you can create customer, or you can create buyer. And that's all going to be there. And you just scroll to the bottom on the Zapier results and we'll show you. And also on Integromat, I think it's like halfway down the page. And it'll tell you, what can you actually do? Because that's going to start you thinking like, okay, cool. I create a PDF or I send an email. Like, oh, it says right there, QuickBooks create invoice or uh, Google Doc create file. And you're like, okay, cool. This is starting to look like we actually have support for this. So that's the next step is, are the apps that we want to use actually supported by these platforms? And then um, from that point on, that's when you kind of start experimenting. So once you've found that all your platforms, all the apps that you currently use are supported, and if not, then uh, potentially look at an alternative. Obviously, it depends how deeply um, into the process you are of using one application. Like maybe you've been using QuickBooks for your accounting, then it's good and you've been doing it for a while it's going to be kind of hard to migrate over to another one that is supported because that is quite a big move but uh, if you're using gmail then now you want to send an email another way ah, there's probably other options so it's not the end of the world but to go back so if your apps are supported then great like now honestly the the next step is just to choose one of those platforms i suggest zapier for beginners because it's much more user-friendly than Integromat is. And it's also a concept that I've brought up before in that Integromat is quite a bit more powerful than Zapier is, in my opinion. But because of that, it's also a lot less beginner-friendly and the user interface is a lot more uh, complex. It's got a bigger learning curve, essentially. So basically, from that point, just go sign up for Zapier, go sign up for Integromat, whichever one supports all the platforms you're using. And then you're going to need to go watch a couple of videos, read a couple of articles, and for the most part, as long as your apps are supported with the actions and things you're trying to do, then for the most part, you can get started. So that's a very important um, topic I wanted to cover today before you even get started on automation and or which tool to choose is what is that process? And it's kind of the same process I follow if I start working with a new client because I don't know every application used. I don't know every platform used. And if someone says to me, oh, we're using these apps and these apps and these apps, we're trying to achieve this. The first thing I go do is exactly what I told you in the second step was go Google Zapier and the app to see if it's actually supported. And if it is, I'm like, okay, gravy, we can probably start again. We can get started on this probably quite smooth and quite quickly. But if not, you have to look at alternative solutions. So until next time, you energetic automated you. Um, yeah, start to... Uh, 